Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. And the average everyday American the affirmative task we have now, uh, create a new world order. Got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You wanna know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We've got a new intro that we're going to be introducing in the next couple of days because we've got to make some changes to it tomorrow. 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 We've got a new one tomorrow. It's coming to you tomorrow. Number one bullshit guy. This guy right here. Number one bullshit guy. <laughs> I saw, I, we, were t- we were talking about that. Uh, so today, by the way, Jake, welcome to the show, brother. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Yeah, so what an intro. It was a terrible intro. This is a terrible intro. I, I got caught jo- up. Joe's gone off his meds. I, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I'll get all of you. Uh, I get all of you. Yeah, no, we're just having a little bit of fun here this morning. Um, good morning. It is Thursday. We got a lot to go over today, but uh, there's full panic in D.C. I don't know why. Why would there be panic in D.C.? Maybe because they're just a bunch of lying crap bags that literally have been lying to us this entire time. And yesterday I posted something talking about the fact that the media had to admit that Hunter Biden's laptop was was, uh, real and authentic. And then in the same sentence, a CNN pundit came out and said, oh, nothing to see here. It doesn't show any sort of proof that that, uh, Joe Biden is compromised. And everyone attacked him as in what... What, uh, what planet are you from? Washington Post confirmed it. New York yep. Times. And this is a matter of two weeks. Uh, and CNN actually ran like a, we, we played it last night, uh, a 10 minute uh, coverage of uh, very, actually it was the, probably their most unbiased example of reporting that I've ever seen come out of CNN. And so now what do you do when uh, the cat's out, the, out of the bag? What do you, you know, what do you expect the establishment to start doing? It's cats out of Joe's the a cat guy. He's got a bunch. He's got a, collects cats at his house. It's, it's not true. It is. It is. That, <laughs> no, number one bullshit guy. This guy. Number one. <laughs> you got to find that video, by the way. Mm. Find that video so we can play it. The Jake video. All right. So we, we do have quite a bit to go over today. So we're just going to jump right in it. Um, there is panic in DC, I think for a lot of reasons, there's also panic in the GOP and there's panic on the, the DNC side. So they, the, the Democrats are trying to change the, the strategy for Biden going into the midterms because they see a bloodbath coming. The GOP is trying to do the same thing that the DNC is doing and saying nothing to see here on the election fraud. The amount of election fraud that we have uncovered is ginormous and it's in every state. And one of the things that is happening in that we're going to be talking about later is Brnovich in uh, Arizona seems to have gotten uh, caught bolitis. Um, so he actually is growing some cojones, um, it, it appears. So we're going to talk about what he's doing and what uh, referrals he gave to the county 
uh, to Maricopa County? Well, I, I think a lot of it comes from uh, a failed uh, media campaign with the whole Russia situation. And I think the very ugly, inconvenient truth for the left is going to come out that the highest level of government for over 10 years was orchestrating uh, and implementing a massive international money grab at our expense. Yeah. And now uh, now the cover's been blown. Hey, so can we go grab that? Can somebody go grab the cigars from my office? Somebody sent me another box of cigars. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> thank you for the cigars. Yeah, another box. That's another box. Somebody sent me another box of cigars. So uh, this one was not signed by anyone, and it just said, you're welcome. That's awesome. So maybe it was one of my friends that was replenishing it, but they're too cheap. It'll be, so they it'll be good it. for uh, the barter economy if things keep so, going the way they're going. You know, so, Washington said, uh, if you can't, George Washington, when they were trying to finance the revolution, he said, if you can't send cash, send, uh, send tobacco. Yeah, so. well, okay. So, but, but the podcast is brought to you by Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigar Company has assembled six presidents in one beautiful cigar collection. Um, each cigar mirrors the personality of one so honored. So you have a George Washington, a J- John Adams, a Thomas Jefferson, a James Madison, a James Monroe, and a John Quincy Adams. Um, oops, that's not it, but we'll do this one anyway. Um, each, uh, so in honor of being a listener at Conservative Daily, you will receive 17.76% discount on the earlier public series, originally priced at $89. Use coupon code LIBERTY at libertyscars.com. So I want to show you guys something. Go ahead and take that down if you would. I'm going to take a little bit longer with this. So this is what this is the packaging that it comes in. You should open it. The and other box I, is sealed. I, I'm going to – so literally you just pull this little deal here, pull the sticker off, right? It's wrapped really nice like you'd wrap a cigar. Open this up a little bit. Pull this out. Yeah, got to show the box. There's the box right there. Nice wrapper. And then if you take this, you got to pull these. You got to pull these down. I don't know for you guys that like cigars. And they're, it's kind of like, what's that little box called with all the boxes in it? And then it's got this little thing. You pull that up, and it pulls out the first cigar. And then from there, you can get to the other cigars as well. But, uh, and they're in their little wrappers. And uh, I'm going to just take one out really quick so you guys can see the cigar. In there, it's probably got another wrapper. It does. It has another wrapper in it. So then you have the cigar right there. See? Nice cigar in the cigar package. His packaging is absolutely just amazing. The box is uh, American Red Cedar. All yeah. of it is uh, domestically harvested. Domestically? Domestically. Domestic like you, a domestic terrorist. Domestic. Yeah. La, 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 la. Okay. So enough on the cigars, but really um, the presentation is absolutely phenomenal. So if you get a chance to go check out Liberty Cigars, you can save a little money if you like to smoke cigars. Okay, so back in back in it again. Let's get right back back in this. Right. So the 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 cats out of the bag that they orchestrated a what looks to be one of the most uh, grand scale crimes in American history, all uh, in the hands of, of of foreign enemies of the Chinese of of uh, Middle Eastern countries, you know, when I'm not sure if you got to see the episode last night, but, but when you look into the emails and you start seeing the affiliations and connections to the current time now, yeah. Blinken and Newland, you know, the, the roles that they all served from 2008 and their involvement in Ukraine. And now you start watching these people getting cornered. Uh, I forget who was asking, uh, he's a guy from Pennsylvania was asking Blinken 
I kind of popped this question on and said, you know, could you tell us whether your interview last month with the FBI was an interview or a deposition? And the, the, the color just faded out of his face. <laughs> no, yeah. I, think, I think what he did was uh, he's like I, he's like we can talk about this offline. off the record offline, offline yeah offline. offline let's talk about this offline so I think it's really starting to pile up that the narrative fell apart and then now you start seeing stuff like uh, Putin you know Putin at least in the world scale you know like with his own situation in Ukraine he moved on forward but in, in the world scale he waited he waited, and now it's his turn, I think, to, uh, you know, the, the West and all of the allies sanction him to pieces, thinking it was going to be the end of him. And just even if you look at what happened to the ruble two weeks ago, they said it, you know, was cratered and became worthless. And well, let's, let's show the, the, the and everyone's going to get mad at me that says that I'm, you know, regurgitating Russian disinformation. This is not Russian disinformation. This is brilliance, and it's all brilliance. Um, go ahead and put up A1 if you would. This is a picture of um, Putin tying the uh, rubles to gas exports. So he's like, <laughs> Putin signs decree ordering gas exports to be halted if buyers don't pay in rubles. <laughs> Contrary to expectations of Vladimir Putin was bluffing about collecting rubles in exchange for Russian energy exports, moments ago a decree signed by the Russian president confirmed that it was not the case. According to Bloomberg, Putin has said he had signed a decree demanding payment in rubles for Russian gas supplies, which is set to begin April 1st, as previously reported. According to the decree, while Russia was continuing to Supply gas at set volumes and prices, it will demand the buyers of gas open accounts in Russian banks and warn that Moscow can halt gas contracts if buyers don't pay in rubles. Okay, so let's, you got to hear this. This is the video. If we can pay cut two, this is the video of Putin saying, mm, watch this. Today I signed a decree that establishes rules on selling Russian natural gas with the so called unfriendly states. We suggest to the contractors from such countries a transparent and easy to understand system to buy Russian natural gas. They have to open a ruble account in Russian banks. These accounts will be used to pay for the gas that will be supplied starting from tomorrow, starting from April 1st of 2022. If such payments are not made, we will consider it as failing to perform the contract by the buyer with all the consequences followed by this. No one is selling anything for free, so we are not going to be involved in charity as well. So the current contracts will be stopped. And I would like to emphasize here in the circumstances when the financial systems of the Western countries are used as weapon when the companies from these states refuse to implement contracts with Russian banks, enterprises and individuals when assets and dollars and euros are frozen to use foreign currencies of these con countries doesn't make sense. And what is happening, what has already happened, we are supplying gas to European consumers they are receiving gas, they pay in euro, then they freeze this payment themselves. So we have every reason to consider that the part of the gas that we supplied to Europe, we basically supplied for free, free of charge. All right. 
So, oh, we got a pull on here too. What in the world? We I didn't got, realize I did that. We got Mr. Producer just popped right on here as well. Here's a story. <laughs> All right. So, so, so Putin's starting to walk the dog, and he's going to do it very well. Uh, so the ruble got tanked because of the sanctions, and then it blew up. And n n now it's back to what it actually was at before all of this. <laughs> well, they had to. They were right. like, okay, right. so he's actually really smart, and he basically called our bluff, and now we're screwed. And now everyone is screwed. And so now the entire, the entire reserve currency status of the dollar is based on the petrodollar and it's 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 place in the oil markets and we just said no and we we, we saw our, and this is goes into the, the the theme that everything this administration is doing is to destroy us internally and we showed ourselves the door we said no we don't want our currency to have any semblance of of, of world dominance anymore please we'll we'll see ourselves out and then there's also been whispers and I'm waiting for it to come out more, but there were discussions of uh, Putin backing, starting for a period of time, I think it was three months, backing, and th there's a, a play and there's a reason behind this, backing the ruble to gold. And the interesting thing about that is if that goes through, we're going to try to find more confirmation on that, but backing the ruble to gold and it is at a rate that's actually under the spot price of gold with the intention being that look, if an ounce of gold costs nineteen hundred something American dollars right now, but uh, Putin, because they have so much gold, uh, I think they have like twenty five percent of the world's reserves. Uh, if they, if they, he essentially offered the ruble, a gold backed ruble, at a discount. And so what that will do is we'll send all foreign money into the ruble, and we'll make the ruble extremely powerful, and. It, the reason you, you're putting it at a discount is to encourage all foreign uh, direct investment to rush into your currency. And then all of a sudden you wake up one morning and the reserve currency of the world is the ruble. After Washington and the dementia in chief uh, made this, you know, grandstanding uh, media push of, of, you know, flattening Putin. Good luck with that. Yeah. So we, we you know, look, you could say whatever you want about. Putin. The guy's got ice in his veins. He ran the KGB, which is the same thing as the CIA. Now, the KGB, by the way, did not run around Europe or anything else like the U.S. did, causing uh, color revolutions all over the world. Now, that was the CIA. That was us. And so I know that we want to we want to say that the Americans are the good guys. Well, we are the good people. We are very, very, very generous as people, and we are a Christian nation. Do not let anything that they say uh, discourage you. We are we are a Christian nation, but. Putin literally is the guy that has told the truth. I, I, that's not a Russian talking point. Everything that he said, biolabs, true. Nazis, true. Ukrainians killing their own people, true. I mean, everything that he said about what's happening in Ukraine is true. The fact that it was used as a, a playground for this mafioso type of, of cabal, true. And so he's going in and destroying all of this. And we're supposed to be, I mean, at some point, are we, are we, are we supposed to be, uh, am I supposed to be upset over what he's doing? I mean, Ukraine is not the United States. Ukraine is Ukraine. Unless by some proxy, we're supposed to support Ukraine, who is raping and killing their own people and bombing their own people and then blaming it on Russia. These are all proved 
by the way, facts. These aren't, I, this isn't hyperbole. This is proven fact. And, and now, you know, Russia's like, listen, you, you want to freeze our accounts? You can freeze our accounts. You can't freeze them in rubles. Now you have to pay us in rubles. I think the guy's brilliant. Oh, it's a, a, a very strategic, very well-weighted and, and planned out move. You know, I was... Uh, and, and by the way, the, what the West is doing is they're pushing Russia right into the arms of Mother China. They're I mean, that relationship is strengthening. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If, if Russia and China create an alliance, if they create an alliance, globalism is dead, and it should be dead. By the way, it should be dead. We, we, we can have a global environment where we can exchange ideas and goods and things like that. We can have that. But we have to concentrate on America first. And we have to stop all of the, the things that are happening on our soil and protect and give opportunity to the people that are here. We need to seal up our borders. We need to you know, settle in and take care of the homeless. We need to get rid of the, and eradicate these drugs, not increase access to them. We need to shore up our education systems. I mean, there's just things that we can do very easily by getting rid of some of the old dead weight and all of these new kind of trained anti-fights that are trying to train, groom, and indoctrinate our children. But as we get further down, so I went off a little rabbit trail based on Putin, but you know, we, we want to talk more about what the mainstream media and the apparatus in, the, in, the, in our government are doing, and they can't get away with it anymore. Like there's just too much free access to real information in order to do that. But did you see, did you hear that Hunter Biden paid Joe Biden's AT&T bill and spent thousands on his house repairs? Yeah. Yeah. He was complaining that, uh, he, uh, couldn't, uh, you know, half his salary was going to Hunter Biden or to, to Joe Biden's expenses. That's a classic, you know, uh, it's classic, like mob structure. You're, you're having someone else handle, you know, uh, handle, uh, your finances. So Hunter Biden paid, paid Joe AT&T bill and spent thousands on house repairs for him while he was vice president. New laptop emails claim. 2010 emails between Hunter and his business partner, Eric Schwellerin. Uh, detail payments for JRB, like Joseph Robinette Biden. They include 190 a month on an AT&T bill and payments for house repairs. Thousands went on new walls, paint, and AC fixes at Biden's Wil Wil Wilmington home. At the time, he was earning 230000 a year as vice president. He has always said that there was no conflict of interest between Hunter's deals and his responsibility as vice president. The details of the bills made a tangible link of how we financially benefited from Hunter business dealings. In 2017 and 18, Joe and Jill made more than $11 million and they dodged taxes. But Hunter complained in a text to his daughter in 2019 that half of his salary went on paying his father's bills. He told her, don't worry, unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. Really, the amount of fraud is, is pretty uh, amazing. Let's go to A4 if we can, or A3, excuse me, A3. Uh, this is a text of the Bidens. It's, hope your family are well. This is with Jim Biden. Um, uh, between Jim Biden and uh, um, Hunter Biden. Hope you and the family are well, safe, and healthy. You can imagine my shock when reading the report yesterday put out on the Senate committee. The fact that you and HB were lying to Rob James and I while accepting $5 million from CEFC. It was a Chinese, uh, Chinese energy firm uh, that uh, Bohai Harvest was, uh, the uh, Asian wing of Rosemont Seneca was deeply involved in, and then they went bankrupt, and I think their CEO or CFO just disappeared. Yeah, so, so it's so disappointing based on the years of work that James, Rob, and team invested to get things done. 
Looks like they are looking under every rock relative to CEFC and Dong. I haven't gotten calls and just not, I have gotten calls and just not responded. Yeah, so one of the guys uh, that was <laughs> actually in direct connection with Hunter and his allies there uh, at CEFC, they, uh, the U.S. had him on a, a CISA list. So, you know, we were talking about the president's son and indirectly the president uh, doing business with an entity that's on essentially a terrorist financial terrorism watch list of an enemy state. Yeah, but, but somewhere along the line, I just want to point out, somewhere along the line, we're conspiracy theorists. Number one bullshit guy. Number we, we one actually bullshit have that guy. Video. We have that video. <laughs> Do we have it? Yeah. Let's play it. Let's play it. What is it? Uh, it's in Slack. It's the... Uh, ah, you don't have it. Oh, you're crushing my soul. Okay. I put it in Slack. This let, guy's sleeping over there. Let, let's go to... Let's go, if we can, before we do that, let's go to A4. A4, this is an email. Go ahead and explain this one. Oh, uh, 10% for the big guy. Uh, so this is, uh, this is uh, an email chain uh, going uh, with James Gilliar uh, discussing this deal. This is, again, the deal with the Chinese energy firm that is connected to someone actively. Uh, many of them got disappeared by the CCP. And then, uh, you know, a, another guy who's uh, on America's uh, intelligence agencies are watching him, yet they're doing business together. And so it's a breakdown of this deal, which has, I think it was something like a $120 million deal yeah. uh, for the firm. As in that that's what they're getting with fees. Uh, but so the bottom of the email, you just see, or the, uh, you see the... Uh, equity stake breakdown uh, 20 for h who's hunter uh 20 for rw that's, that's robert. robert walker yeah. um 20 for jg that's uh, jim jim yeah. um tb uh one, one of them is uh tony uh and then h is uh 10 10 held by h for the big guy and again multiple times he was uh referred to bobolinski actually uh we have that full press conference it's a little bit lengthy but I, I remember when he came out, Bobolinsky popped out, I think in October of 2020. I was like, oh, I, I was in uh, the uh, Project Veritas office and we we're all watching this on a huge screen and we we're sitting there going, it's over. Like this guy comes out and starts saying the stuff. He puts in, he, he admits cell phones, three cell phones into evidence. And then it just like, you know, whether it's that. And everyone the, ignored it. Uh, <laughs> they showed uh, up at the press release. They, like they had him like, they had him on Fox News. And like at the, the moment that these claims are being made, the fact that no one was able to step in and say, your campaign is you know, suspended. We, we, we're looking at allegations here of massive foreign interference and conflicts of interest. And we're 30 days out from, from the election. Uh, okay, we got to do an ad read. We got to stop for a second to do an ad read. Air Medicare Network, today's podcast is again sponsored by our long-term partner, Air Medicare Network. If you live in a rural area, if you like to hike, if you're just traveling a lot, if you're on the highway a lot, um, and something bad happens, let's just, you know, God forbid it happened, you know, get in an accident, you have to be air medically transported. Um, your insurance won't always cover it, but with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household can be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Um, so I'm a member, have been for the last year and a half. Um, I do. There's also another uh, process you can go through where you can get a, a longer term membership, but they'll actually fly you back um, to your home state to eliminate uh, fees as well for your family. 
uh, any hardship it causes. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 e-gift card. Do not get the, uh, the Amazon gift card. We don't do business with Amazon over here at Conservative Daily. So it's airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily. Use promo code daily. Yeah, I do have the video ready. All right. So okay, okay, we're going to play this. This is just, this is a little bit of a squirrel, squirrel. Let's go. Number one bullshit guy. Oh, you see this guy? See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo because he have to go in front of the traffic. <laughs> Look what I do. 22 and he... <laughs> okay. No, it goes more, doesn't it? No, that's, no, that's it. That's it. No, oh, there's a better fine. one. All right, All right. this is good. <laughs> okay, I, I had to do that because I thought it was funny. All right, so... Back, back to it. I want to play uh, Bobolinsky. So, so the Bobolinsky video, there's about 50 seconds in the beginning where they're setting up the conference. I don't know if you can cut in on it so we don't have to or, or, or scroll through it until then. But, I mean, again, how this, this managed should, to this, get pushed under the rug is just astounding to me. And, and now it's not because now you get to hear it. Go ahead and play it. Good evening. My name is Tony Bobolinsky. Turn it up, please. I served as a lieutenant in the United States Navy with high security clearance. My father and grandfather both served for decades in our country's armed forces. Since leaving the Navy, I've been involved in various successful businesses, both in this country and abroad. I'm making this statement to set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family, Vice President Biden, his brother Jim Biden, and his son Hunter Biden, in dealings with the Chinese. I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. I have firsthand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden. I have also heard that Vice President Biden said on Tuesday that Senator Ron Johnson, the chair of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, should be ashamed for suggesting that Biden family sought to profit from their name. Well, here are the facts I know and everything I'm saying is corroborated by emails, WhatsApp chats, agreements, documents, and other evidence. And the American people can judge for themselves. I brought, I guess, for record, three phones that spanned the years 2015 through 2018. These phones have never been held by anybody else besides myself. I was told this past Sunday by somebody who was also involved in this matter that if I went public this information, it'd be, it would bury all of us, man, the Bidens included. I have no wish to bury anyone. I've never been political. The few contributions I have made have been to Democrats. But what I am is a patriot and a veteran. To protect my family name and my business reputation, I need to ensure that the true facts are out there. In late 2015, I was approached by James Gillier, whom I had known for many years, about joining him in a deal which he said would involve the Chinese state-owned enterprise, CEFC China Energy, and what he called one of the most prominent families in the United States. I was informed first by Gillier, and then by Hunter Biden, and by Rob Walker, who was working with the Bidens that the Bidens wanted to form a new entity with CFC, which was to invest in infrastructure, real estate, and technology in the U.S. and around the world. And the entity would initially be capitalized with $10 million 
and then grow to billions of dollars of investment capital. After months of discussion, Money I agreed to Gillier and Hunter Biden's request to become CEO of the entity to be called Sinohawk. Sino representing the Chinese side, Hawk representing Hunter Biden's brother Bo's favorite animal. And between February and May 2017, we exchanged numerous emails, documents, and WhatsApp messages concerning Sinohawk and its potential business. On May 2, 2017, the night before Joe Biden was to appear at the Milken Conference, I was introduced to Joe Biden by Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. At, and at my approximately hour-long meeting with Joe, that night we discussed the Biden's history, the Biden's family business plans with the Chinese, with which he was plainly familiar, at least at a high level. After that meeting, I had numerous communications with Hunter, Walker, Gillier, and Jim Biden regarding the allocation of the equity ownership of Sinohawk. On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden. Oh! And Jim Woo! for Jim Biden. In Oops. fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. On numerous <laughs> occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing, but only face to face. In fact, I was advised by Gillier and Walker that Hunter and Jim Biden were paranoid about keeping Joe Biden's involvement secret. I also had a disagreement with Hunter about the funds CFC was contributing to Sinohawk. Hunter wanted $5 million of those funds to go to himself and his family. So he wanted the funds wired directly to an entity affiliated with him. I objected because that was contrary to our written agreements concerning Sinohawk. He said, referring to the chairman, his father, that CFC was really investing in the Biden family, that he held the Trump card, and that he was the one putting his family legacy on the line. He also said to me on May 17, 2017, that CFC wanted to be my partner, to be partner with the Bidens. During these negotiations, I repeated to Hunter and others that Sinohawk could not be Hunter's personal piggy bank. And I demanded that proper corporate governance procedures be implemented for capital distributions. Hunter became very upset with me. CFC through, two, through July 2017 was assuring me the funds would be transferred to Sinohawk, but they were never sent to our company. Instead, I found out from Senator Johnson's September report that the $5 million was sent in August 2017 to entities affiliated with Hunter. Tomorrow, I will be meeting with the Senate committee members concerning this matter, and I will be providing to the FBI the devices which contain the evidence corroborating what I have said. So I will not be taking any questions at this time. All right. So I'm over here. See, I saw this. I saw this back in October. So, so I've already seen this. I've I've already seen the the what we're dealing with with uh, Bubulinski, right? Yeah. But if they if he gave those devices to, if he goes those devices to the FBI, 
I just have one question for the trivia people out there. Which river in Washington, D.C. are they at the bottom of right now? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about an FBI that is so corrupt. They couldn't even find out where the heart... I mean, what he did, you know, Gates kind of followed in his footsteps in, in, in admitting the uh, hard drive in, in, yeah. in, that, in that hearing. And the same deal with these, these cell phones. But then it goes back to an article I found uh, referencing an investigation or a... Uh, testimony that was given uh, to this is off zero hedge two hunter biden associates testified before grand jury about pla which i think that's a, a, a people's liberation army of china yeah. linked uh, chinese company with the hunter biden laptop uh scandal heating up again cbs news Catherine herridge reported early thursday morning that two associates of the younger biden testified before a grand jury last fall about a shady, now bankrupt Chinese energy firm linked to the infamous 10 for the big guy from Hunter's emails. I, if, if all of this is going on behind the scenes, and again, the dam has broken with the media. I, I, with I, the Chinese. I, <laughs> they're, I mean, they're doing, business with the, they're doing business with the Chinese while they're saying it's Russian misinformation. Everything that these people have ever touched. Okay, guys, listen to me. You have a Democrat friend? Because, by the way, Tony Bobulinski, Bobulinski, he's a Democrat. I mean, any candidate he's ever given to has been a Democrat. You, you got to go have a conversation with your Democrat friends and be like, listen, bro, the gig is up. The gig is up. All of these people over here, these are the communists of our country. They, they're the ones that literally are trying to destroy everything that we stand for. So I did. I did last night. I had a conversation with a, a friend from New York who is, you know, uh, uh, an aloof liberal. Aloof and liberal? Aloof. Like, aloof. he's just, you know, he's delusional. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's gotten to the point where these conversations I've had with him, he just, he just, he's doubling down on it. And he still says, you mean the, uh, the Ru this is as of last night, saying that you mean the Russian... Uh, propaganda. He's like, did uh, did Putin give you guys the laptop? I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. all right. But uh, so, right. so imagine when the people are faced with something that they can no longer deny, or do we have to deal with that that reality of people being able to, you know, rationalize and wa watching these people rationalize around something when it's staring them right in the face? Yeah, so it's like a South Park episode. Yeah, right. It's like a South South Park episode. That's why I love South Park. It, it, it's the entire world we live in at this point, the absurdity, absurdity of all of it. So, so we, we, the further we get down this rabbit hole, and, and frankly, I, I want to, you know, uh, Waters World. Do you know Waters World? Yeah, Jesse Waters. Jesse Waters is, you guys. he's, he's awesome. So he did a, a special <laughs> that, that went after the Bidens. And I thought this was great. We're not going to play all 10 minutes. We'll probably put this inside of the comments. I'll drop it on Telegram and a bunch of other places so you can watch it. Um, but uh, you got to watch this. Let's go ahead and play, if we can, Mr. Producer, A6. Play cut A6. In the early 1970s, our country was rocked by presidential scandal. After a security guard botched a burglary in a D.C. hotel, the American public learned the name Watergate. It was a long, drawn-out political catastrophe that led to President Richard Nixon's downfall. Because of the Watergate matter, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. While Nixon wasn't the man behind the burglary, 
He was involved in the cover-up, and as we all know, the cover-up is worse than the crime. Back then, an enterprising press corps held our political leaders' feet to the fire. Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein exposed the president and his role in the containment of the scandal. Must have been nice. The media actually trying to hold the president accountable for the actions of those around him. Now fast forward 50 years to today, uh -oh. and we're looking at a drastically different media landscape. Rather than cover the crimes of political players, they're doing everything they can to cover them up. Because we're witnessing today one of the biggest containment operations in American history. A censorship campaign to cover up for one of the most corrupt first families in American history and to sway an election. Back in October of 2020, the New York Post gave us our October surprise. Damaging emails, text messages, and photos of Joe Biden's son, Hunter, striking up deals and raking in millions of just dirty, sketchy foreign cash when his father was vice president. Using Joe Biden as a cash register for the family. Hunter Biden was the bag man, and he put our national security at risk at the taxpayer's expense. And when those leaks out of the Hunter laptop came out, we covered them. We brought you the facts. But the media, big tech, along with the Biden campaign, and of course the Washington swamp just swooped in and tried to cover it all up. Hey, they had an election to win. But now, Hunter could be on the verge of being indicted for tax fraud and maybe money laundering and illegal lobbying. Two weeks ago, the New York Times admitted that Hunter's laptop was in fact real. This came after the media spent over a year spinning the laptop as Russia disinformation. The Washington Post, at the time, even called the thing the Hunter Biden non-scandal. But it looks like things are changing today. And a bombshell release, the Washington Post, joined the New York Times in authenticating Hunter's laptop. Not only did they acknowledge the laptop from hell is real, but they confirmed what we've been saying all along. The Biden family, Joe's son and Joe's brother, were raking in millions of dollars from Chinese tycoons tied to China's military and tied to the Chinese Communist Party. Confirming they were paid almost $5 million by a Chinese energy conglomerate, CEFC, that was acting as the arm of China's Belt and Road Initiative, an insidious and corrupt thrust into the world. Okay, let's take this down for a minute. To US let's take it down. All right, so listen, it, it gets into the details of this. It's about 10 minutes long. We won't put all 10 minutes on here, but you got to go watch it. I'll drop it into the comment section. Um, if we can, Mr. Producer, just drop that video in the comment section for everyone so they can see it. Um, you, you, you have to you have to get to the, the that Hunter Biden is just is a cog to the wheel, right? We start talking about you know the Joe Biden and then who Joe Biden is connected to. Keep in mind, Joe Biden is now using cue cards that tell him how to take tough questions. He dementia is at a whole new level with this man. And this is this is what we're supposed to believe over the narrative of of, of Putin <laughs> and Russia. And, you know, you mentioned that these you, guys are crazy. The, the Washington Post is now covering this. Yeah. One might wonder, is it maybe because in the newly released Metabiota emails that there's uh, communications talking about reaching out, getting Bezos to invest in this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think? That, 
maybe possible. Rosemont Seneca, and here's a an email that is from. We don't have this. Neil in here. Callahan. This Neil is, Callahan. This from, is what you put on your Telegram. The whole file. But uh, yeah. Devin Archer Hunter is is CC'd um, as they're trying to get these commitments met with the fund for Metabiota, the root cause of you know everything in Ukraine. Uh, there, uh, Bezos has mentioned a few times. So, all right. So, so as we as we <laughs> as we get into the idea that we have a slobbering idiot um, and his regime, we, we we have to be reminded of what they've done. Like, what has the what has the radical left done to our country in the last two years? What have they done? Well, homelessness is an all-time high. Drug drug addiction, fentanyl deaths is skyrocketing. Fauci's still out there saying that somewhere along the line we're going to have more new lockdowns. I I want to. I literally think that that guy right there. I mean, I I'm not going to call for public executions of traitors except for that guy who killed a million people. I mean, he he genocided a million people in our country, and then the media is just as complicit. We need to have class action lawsuits against CNN against all of them who said that ivermectin was horse-paste. We need to have class action lawsuits against all the hospitals. We need to have class action lawsuits against the pharmaceutical companies. We need to shut them down all the way across the board. Every American, get 300 million Americans to sign on to the deal and literally go after them. That's what we have to do. We do it for election fraud. We do it for the, what they did when the, the pandemic. We go after these people, 100% after these people. But we, I want to show you this because the dementia man, the man of dementia, we, we have a dementia video. It's a nice compilation of uh, the, the, uh, the president overheating <laughs> and short-fusing, short-circuiting. Right. A7, let's play it. I'm Jill Biden's husband. I work for Cedric Richard. <laughs> Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the next president of the United next senator, South Carolina. Granddaughters not only love their dads, their grandpops, they always like them, and that's the great thing. Thank you, baby. Choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other Biden. <laughs> All right, Chuck, thank you very much. Uh, all right, uh, it's Chris, I mean, but Chris, anyway. I just did Chris. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I just did Chuck. I tell you what, man, these are back to back. Anyway, no, it's I don't okay. Know how you do it early in the morning. We hold these truths to be self evident. <laughs> All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. The last-minute economic plan does nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word: jobs. J O B S. Jobs. The voters believe that you can win the national election. I was a Democratic caucus. Have been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Breakthroughs we have with the whole. Thirty years ago, Nelson Mandela walked out of prison and entered into discussions about apartheid. I had the great honor of meeting him. I had the great honor of being arrested with our UN oh. ambassador <laughs> on the streets oh. of Soweto, trying to get to see him. 
a man who will be the next president of the United States, Barack America. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. Anybody want For, uh, a trillion four hundred billion worth? Out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it. It's so much. And by the way, it's cost How about a lot of money. It billion, about trillion. 740 million billion dollars. John McClain, John McClain, excuse me, John McCain, John McCain. I, I don't Benetton recognize him. Or Nike or whatever in the in the market in the, in the in their uh, um, places where they. The I'm mall. here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. Okay, all right. all right, all right. This is the man that the media they propped up the Biden uh, the laptop story. They 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 propped up the diary story. They propped up the election story, and they propped up Ukraine and Russia. And this is this is the mastermind behind all of it. This is the man that is uh, you know steering the most powerful country in the world. And 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 when you when you when you put it all into perspective, you put it all out on the table. People that still buy into this stuff, they should be institutionalized. Maybe that's a little harsh. No, 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 it's, no not. it's not harsh. No, it's, not. it's not harsh enough. You know, you, you mentioned the thing about the, the hanging, the hypothetical, you know, hanging of people. Of course, in all this noise and as everything's falling apart for the uh, the establishment and Biden and, and, and his, his businesses, uh, they come out yesterday and sign, or yesterday, day before Biden signs, the uh, uh, anti lynching act just figures he's going to virtue signal uh emmett till was uh, was a was a horrible instance of of racism in the south from the 1920s and so the left comes out and says and biden says this to make it a federal hate crime for lynching so now f- lynching is a federal hate crime the last lynching that ever took place in america was 1981 i believe and then they're essentially you know, traipsing over the significance of what happened, the horrific crime that happened to Emmett Till. And I thought to myself, if you're making lynching uh, a federal hate crime, does that prohibit uh, uh, traitors from from being hanged? Maybe that's that's what they're trying to sneak in on the fine print, but make hanging um, illegal, even even in the context where it is uh, justified under treason. So, so we, you know, the, it's already illegal to lynch someone. Yeah, no, I, right. I figured that was already... Uh, it, it might be. might be illegal. It's not illegal to burn down buildings and to, you know, break things up and spray paint things. That's not illegal. But it is illegal to lynch people. And I don't think that there's a lot of people in our country. I mean, I just want to say this. I, I don't believe there's a lot of people in our country that literally would hurt anyone like that. Just because of their race, but I just don't believe it. I think there are people like me that would step in the gap and stop them, even if it cost me my life. I would step in the gap and and save that person's life, right? And so, but it does happen. There are evil people. But I got to ask you a question: Why are we talking about virtue signaling for things that are not as important or on the the minds of Americans, like? You're making less money. You, you, you actually can't take care of your family. The most vulnerable among us, those that are most poor in the inner city, they're actually getting less right now. They're actually feeding their kids less. 
they're actually having less opportunity. I mean, isn't that what really what we should be looking at is the education of our kids? I mean, all this other stuff that's happening, these people that are, you know, Tony talked about $5 million going to Hunter Biden never got sent into their company, got sent separately to somewhere else. That, that's money laundering. That's, that's money laundering. That, that's what that is. FARA violations, uh, unregistered foreign agent violations. I, I don't think taxes are the, 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 I think the tax issue is the least of it. I really do. You know, I think maybe they actually just saw those, those headlines of the articles written about Joe Oldman wanting to, you know, the gallows stuff. And they were like, yeah. someone down in Washington was like, pass this bill. We need to pass this bill right now. <laughs> well, hey, the, the Secretary of State, uh, Jenna Griswold, lied and used that lie because somebody said that traitors should be hung. And Sean said that. So traitors should be hung and lied about it. She, she actually lied. She lied about it and used it saying, I'm scared. I need private security. No, actually what you need is a set of handcuffs and you need to go to jail. And then if you're found guilty of treason, then we've got to figure out whether or not the the you know, the, what, what the punishment is. But it says the punishment is up to death. Sorry. So maybe you don't get hung. Well, and Sean did say with due process. Too. With due process. But that got left out. Yeah. Because it's not convenient to the Democrats, who, by the way, ruin everything that they touch. Well, and real quick, too, just like on the point about, you know, the, all the crackhead stuff, right? What's really going on is that the sitting president was using his son as a proxy to send money and was doing bioweapons funding over in Ukraine with the same people who are now rolled up with Fauci and all these yeah. idiots who have rolled out COVID-19 and all the you know subsequent. And now, now saying it's going to be more variants. By the way, just so you know about viruses, the variants get weaker, not stronger. Let me, let me say it again. A virus wants to live like it. So it will it will change in order to not kill the host so that it can live longer. So that's why variants in viruses, they mutate down, not up. That's the cycle of a virus. And now he's telling us two years later that, oh no, this new virus is gonna get even more and we gotta do boosters. And boosters are, by the way, perpetuating COVID-19. That's what's happening. It's actually changing the genome of the virus itself, making it more dangerous for the average everyday person. Well, it's it's all it's the same Nazi deal that they used in propaganda. You know, they they accuse you of exactly what they're doing. That's what they did with Trump. Uh, they accuse him of being in bed with Russia, and now they raise all this fervor about a quote unquote genocide, blaming it on the Russians. Yeah, and they're the ones who are committing genocide. They they are committing genocide on American people right now with this COVID and, agenda. And and they and they claim, oh, you need to be upset about this because this is the genocide that matters. Oh my gosh. I just got How dare you spread the truth, Joe? Are you a doctor? <laughs> no, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. Well, Bill Gates no. isn't a doctor. Either. But I know how to read. Just so you know, I know how to read. I, I love to read. I love to study facts. I love to study facts. And now I'm going to tell you guys what I did. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say, what if I did? Cause I got to be careful. Cause I have a friend I gotta be, I gotta be careful because they might try to come arrest me for this one if they knew it was me. But, it, but it's not me. So this is a hypothetical. This might have hypothetically happened. Is, which which story is this? This, this is a hypothetical. Wh this is a hypothetically might have happened. This might have hypothetically happened. A friend of mine was in the hospital. A friend of mine literally put him on a high flow uh, mask, so that he was not on. He was not intubated, but he had a high flow mask on. And uh, I got a phone call from his wife, and he's like, "Hey, listen." 
you're, my husband is in the hospital. He has COVID and they put him on this high flow and they're talking to me about remdesivir and they're talking to me about uh, intubating. Now he had been in there less than 24 hours. Now he, he was at 75% oxygen level is, is pretty standard. They, they did not want to give him, um, they did not want to give him uh, uh, steroids. They didn't want to give him any of the no ivermectin or anything like that, right? So they want to give him remdesivir. And so I said, uh, I want to save his life. This is hypothetical, by the way. This is hypothetically what happened. This is someone you knew. <laughs> this is someone that a, I knew. A friend this of a friend. We had a, friend, had a cousin a somewhere. Friend. Okay, so I might have used my badge and uh, that I might have for the, for the studio. I might have used that and hung it and made it look like I worked in the hospital and moseyed on up. And I was like, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? Hey, wh where's... Uh, room 126 and I had a little pouch thing and uh, got into his room and I had ivermectin. And so for five days I did this, hypothetically. <laughs> Gave him ivermectin for five days. Uh, actually, the four days. The fifth day, someone else uh, administered the ivermectin. Um, but this hypothetically happened. So this isn't really what happened, but my friend is alive <laughs> and he didn't have to take remdesivir and he didn't have to go. It is the most amazing thing. They said, oh, he's going to definitely have to intubate him. He's in bad shape. Day one got better. Day two, way better. Day three. And I had to inject hypothetically ivermectin into his saline bag. You're doing good with that. I'm hypothetically doing all this. I just want you to know this is all hypothetical. As you, as, you, as you were here, this hypothetically happened. So this isn't really something that happened. It just happened to have happened, maybe happened. Have you got all that? It's, it's the maybe happen happened. Okay, so back to it. Because that's what you do when you try to save someone's life is you give them life-saving drugs that save their life that have been around for years that are antivirals and, and uh, prophylactics that save people's lives. I saved my friend's life. Not everyone has the, this is hypothetically, save my friends. Number Thank one you. bullshit guy. Number one bullshit guy. Number one bullshit guy. Okay, all right, so we're going to do the whisper explain now. We're going to talk about Biden. This is, look, look at what they, how they try to justify the stuff. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a disaster of, uh, the, the, the video we just watched is a disaster of this man falling apart in front of our eyes. And then the media, this is why the media, no one, that's why they're done. The media's over with. Yeah. So, and the media, by the way, mainstream media is trash. I mean, and somebody just said before that, hey, this has been out for several months. You know, if you're if the only reason you wouldn't see it is because you watch uh, mainstream media, right? Well, that's true. But most of the good news, most of the real news is going to come out of shows like what we're doing or what Stu Peters does or what uh, War Room with Steve Bannon does. You know, that's real news. And if you want real news, you can mostly go to uh, uh, OAN, right? You can go to uh, Right Side Broadcasting and go to Victory. I think there's a couple of others. That's where you should spend all your time. You, you know, follow Frank Speech. You know, they do a really good job for, you know, putting out the news on Frank Speech and getting great guests. So you just have to, you have to boycott all the rest of it. And somebody said that, hey, you put you know, waters on, your, on the, the po podcast. Why would you do that? Well, because waters will speak the truth. That guy has some courage. He's got Joe courage, right? Lying courage. So we've got a couple of other things to, to walk through here real quick, uh, but I want to play a couple of things if we can um, th that I think is important 
this one is the whisper. You know, the, I just want you guys to listen to me because I'm Joe Biden. Let's play the whisper video. A8. I think it's time to give ordinary people a tax break. But he didn't. The wealthier are doing fine. I'm thinking about the iterations of the whispering I've seen on film. It does look a little bit like a Saturday Night Live skit because this man you can see how frustrated he is or it gives the appearance of being frustrated, right? Mm -hmm. And so that breaks the fourth wall, if you will, of the presidency to see what a president really thinks. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. I think there's something about the whispering that not only um, shows the frustration, but also suggests that, you know, that, that, that the impossibility of bringing something into a smaller group at this point. And, that, and a little bit, that's why it's funny, too. Like, do you think you can whisper right now and people aren't going to notice that or, or it's going to make the conversation truly off the record or more intimate? Because, in fact, it might have the opposite effect, which is drawing more attention. I wrote the bill on the environment. Why would I not be for it? He has a lot of old time knowledge and relationships with members of the Washington press corps and Washington generally. So I think in some ways it's a stylistic and interpersonal gesture uh, to a time that is a, 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 when mass media was different, when you actually could tell members of the media something that felt more intimate or maybe like, you know, off the record inside knowledge. And so I think it's a symbolic gesture to a kind of intimacy and familiarity. In general, of course, he's um, combating a narrative about his age about the fact that there's a concern in the Republican Party about his um, what they refer to almost daily uh, in terms of his competence, right? So he has to control that narrative. And that's also a piece of the puzzle about effectiveness you have no, to okay, manage. We are in a period of political yeah, discourse. Yeah, so, so um, we just got some breaking news that just came in, by the way, uh, while we were on. And that is CNN's going to lay people off. <laughs> That's the consequences of their actions. All right. So if, if you put up the, the next one, Mr. Producer, CNN refused to deny reports that there will be job cuts as soon as May at CNN Plus due to low subscriptions just the day after the streaming service launched. I don't think anyone listens to CNN. Uh, it's like an echo chamber. Uh, CNN officials do not deny the possibility layoffs were in store in the near future following the launch of its new CNN Plus streaming services. A Fox Business News reporter claimed the company was bracing for job cuts because CNN Plus, which launched on Tuesday, was already failing. The 120 million venture featured daily news programming, original series, true crime shows, and food and travel docu-series. CNN has snagged big names like Fox News' Chris Wallace, MSNBC's Katie Hunt, and actress Eva Longoria to host new shows on the platform. Nobody wants to do business with these pieces of trash. It's the same reason why you have a, a degradation, by the way, of everyone watching the Oscars. Why support Hollywood? They're garbage. These people are trash. They get paid to pretend they're somebody else. Media streaming experts at CNN Plus will need to attract between 500,000 and 1 million subscribers within its first year to claim success. Let's go take it down. But I bet you they have like 10. Like 10 people sign. Oh, I'm going to sign up for it right now. Yeah, cancel Just your subscription, Joe. <laughs> yeah, cancel uh, your Netflix, guys. CNN has a, has a subscription now. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, between Chris Cuomo debacle, he's gone after them for $100 million <clears throat> for his terminated contract, Jeff Zucker's golden parachute, uh, just complete ratings losses. It, they lost the contract where they were in the airport, uh, you know, streaming. So, I mean, they're they're bleeding cash. And yeah. uh, maybe 2022 will be the death of, uh, of uh, CNN. So we got enough time to round out these, past, these last uh, few slides. But essentially how I want to draw this together and connect everything is that for the decades that we've been being robbed and our system destroyed... 
now all of a sudden they have a solution to the issue, a solution to distract what was done, that they destroyed our currency, they destroyed our society. And uh, now all of a sudden uh, re-enters the uh, picture of uh, universal basic income in a digital currency. And uh, in under the radar two days ago about, uh, about five different Democratic lawmakers submitted a bill in Massachusetts, uh, A-10, uh, Mr. Producer, uh, called the e-cash bill. So as they've alluded to destroying the cryptocurrency market uh, and sanctioning it and, and regulating it, now U.S. lawmakers introduce e-cash bill and new push to create a digital dollar. The e-cash would be a digital analog to the greenback and could preserve privacy and anonymous transactions, according to an advisor on the bill. If you go to A11, uh, there are a lot of contradicting statements here saying uh, that, uh, you know, a government-run digital currency is going to be anonymous and private, right? Just How like, can it be? It can't be. <laughs> right. It can't, it can't be. <clears throat> Just like the, the only thing machines. that's anonymous right now is the money that's in your pocket. Yep. Right? Greenbacks that are in your pocket. But they want to do this because they, want, they, they literally want to control everything about you. So pushing back becomes really easy. Just don't get into it. Do not do it. Don't do it. They're trying to literally control every part of you. Now, there's a couple things that you can do. One, if you haven't checked into becoming a state national, I'm going to tell you right now you need to look into becoming a state national. Stop feeding the machine. Stop. Just stop feeding it. I think you need to stop feeding the machine. I'm going to stop feeding the machine. That's what I'm working on right now. So, but you, you just get away from it. Just stop doing what they tell you to do. Just stop. That's going to be the big push. So, and as, as a friend just sent me a text message, he said, it's time for some guerrilla information warfare. It is. It's time for us to go door to door, walk door to door, and give people the truth. Walk door to door. Listen to this. Here's the text of the bill. A group, a, a group of U.S. lawmakers says the U.S. Treasury Department may be the right government entity, uh, entity to create a digital dollar, not the Federal Reserve. So just concentrate it in, in the hands of, of the federal government even more. Uh, a new bill introduced Monday would authorize just that. Uh, Stephen Lynch, uh, Garcia, Ayanna Presley, she's, she's horrific. Rashida Tlaib introduced the Electronic Currency and Secure Hardware Act to direct the Treasury Secretary. And that's why this big push has been with like the banking chair, the, the yeah. comptroller of the currency, this push to ram through positions that no one even really knows or cares about until it's too late. And this is... This is the prelude to it being too late for the average American uh, to direct the Treasury to develop and issue an electronic version of the U.S. dollar with an eye to preserving privacy. You know, I'm pretty sure a piece of paper is much more private, but thank you for the offer. And on anonymity in transactions, the electronic dollar, as defined in the bill, would be a bearer instrument that people could hold on their phone <laughs> or a card. Sounds like universal basic income to me. The system would be token-based, not account-based, meaning if someone were to lose their phone or card, they would lose the funds. In other words, it would be like losing a wallet with dollar bills in it. So that means just like that, they can make it go Turn away you off. if they don't like you, if your social credit score starts to dip, if you like the wrong thing on Instagram or you don't have your vaccine card connected to your wallet. Uh, this electronic dollar would be deemed legal tender and be functionally identical to a physical greenback. Rohan Gray, a pr assistant professor at Willamette University who consulted on the bill, told Coindesk the bill is meant to create a true digital analog to the U.S. dollar. Quote, we're, we're proposing to have a genuine cash-like bearer instrument, a token-based system that doesn't have either centralized ledger. I mean, this, 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 this is absolutely insanity. This is, as they light the fire over here, yep. and they 
they, 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 you know, shuffle the deck over here. This is what they're doing here. So even if their, their, their bluff gets called, by the time it is, they've already fixed everything over here to, to ensure the slavery that they have over us. Okay. So we're going to round out the show by telling you all, drum roll, please. Do we have a drum roll? Oh, there you go, Mr. Producer, the drum roll. Okay, so we have we have launched the membership for Conservative Daily Podcast. Mr. Producer, put it up. So you can go to one of the things is, is we have a ton of people that that fax and send letters every day. So we have this new fax, this new letter program out there. Um, we have an advocate, which is just uh, um, you can look at the pricing details. Is that just a picture, Mr. Producer? Okay, so you can. Okay, um, yeah. You can register to become a member, to sign up for, to become a member. You can watch us. It's $10 a month to support us. The Defender part, which is $40 a month, literally gives you free access to fax your congressman every single day. Um, and th it's just a, it's a great program. We're going to be giving away things every 30 days. We're going to start giving away some swag. we got a new partnership that I, I really want to announce with you that I think you're going to absolutely love. And that, uh, that, you're filling it out while I'm saying it. So um, you're absolutely going to love it. And what I, what I mean by this is that you're going to have the ability, you're going you're gonna to have the ability to literally send voicemail messages. You're going to have the ability to send letters. We have a machine that will literally stamp it, put it out there. We may do what's called bundling. So if we get uh, you know, 10,000 people that at one day um, want to send a letter to Congress, we might just bundle all of that and, and literally have it poured out on the desk of of uh, in the halls of Congress, we're going to do things in a guerrilla way, right? We're going to do things to let them know we're here, we're not going away, um, and we're going to have better content so you can move on the way up to be a founding member and so on and so forth. We have a few people that literally spend an enormous amount of money, so we wanted to make it less expensive. So we built entire new servers. Um, we have uh, a whole bunch of things that we built into this. Um, we're going to have some special content for members, so you'll have the ability to have one-on-ones with us. Uh, in a group setting so we can answer questions, you know, get 10 or 15 of you. And then twice a year, we are going to do an event. We're going to have a conservative daily event where we all get together and we just, well, a couple thousand people of us will get together and we'll just get rowdy. Not rowdy, bad, rowdy, good. And talk about all the problems that are facing us today and how do we get past those problems and how do we create uh, a better way forward where we can connect across all 50 states. So go to conservative-daily.com, uh, become a member, register to become a member, and uh, for as little as $10, you can just support us. Um, we would love it. And then, you know, a couple of sponsors that we have coming up, which are going to be great. We've talked a lot about um, uh, Bearded Man Coffee. So we, we got that all worked out with Bearded Man on having a subscription service. So you can do that as well. And then uh, we, we've got another partnership that we're, we're trying to just hem it out a little bit so that we don't inundate you with a bunch of stuff, um, and that is something we're working on right now, but I think you'll be really happy with it. So that's the membership. It's done. You may now become a member of Conservative Daily. Um, so go there and watch us. Well, that's it. We're, we're out of time. We are out of time. We're out of time. We are. Yeah. Hey, listen, today, I, the reason why I'm so excited today is because um, we're, we're actually making progress. We're actually breaking down the constructs. 
But we have to keep the pressure on them. And we have to keep the pressure on Congress. And we have to elect better people. And we have to become delegates. And we have to make sure that we're there for the um, elections. And we have to make sure that we're recording everything and that we're loud. We don't just show up and say, oh, you know, and fill out an affidavit and say, I, this is what I saw. You're loud at the moment that it's happening. You're calling people. And that's why FEC United is so important. And another thing we should say is tomorrow, it is tomorrow, Mr. Producer, right? We launch the platform for FEC United. It launches tomorrow. In all 50 states, we'll have the ability to have content. We'll need people in every state that are building meetings. We're going to have uh, social outings where you can get together with people that are like-minded at, at restaurants in your community. Uh, we're going to get restaurants on. We're going to have the ability for businesses to become a part of the commerce platform. And it'll, it'll just grow in all 50 states and become more collected so people can communicate with each other. And again, just do the hard work that's necessary on a local level, all the way down to making sure that we take books out of schools, we show up for, for school board meetings, and we do the hard work that's necessary in order to preserve our nation. So that's it. We're out of time. But uh, if you like our podcast, please subscribe to it on Rumble at Conservative Daily. You can follow us on Telegram at Conservative Daily. You can follow me at Joe Oltman. You can also follow me on the audio, or excuse me, on the uh, uh, Truth Social. And I'm on Getter, and I'm on all these other platforms at Joe Oltman. So you can go at Joe Oltman. Um, on Telegram, my uh, symbol for Telegram is actually not at Joe Oltman on Telegram. It's actually at the left are liars. <laughs> Did you change that? No, it's been that way. I didn't know. Somebody told me, oh, Joe, it's actually listening to the left are liars. I was like, ah, okay. At the left are liars is, is what I show up at because the left are liars. Okay, so uh, if you want to find us live, you can see us on conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank's Beach, and CloudHub. If you want to listen to us on the audio version, you can listen to us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Please subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Show up. Um, you know, we, we've got a little bit of, uh, of the haters going to hate, which is fine with me. Um, but um, go give us a five-star review if you would. Share this episode with someone that needs to hear it or you think would enjoy it. And if you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and sign up for our text word system. Um, use the link in our description is to subscribe for our newsletter, but go to conservative-daily.com, sign up to become a member. It's $10 a month, um, as little as $10 a month. If you want to become a, uh, you know, you can look at the discounts as you sign up. Uh, but as you go down the path, you know, that we do have a couple of people that are donors right now that, um, that are founders. So, you know, join some of those people as well. They signed up, uh, pretty quick, but they, you get full access at that point. Um, use the link in our description, um, for, uh, so you don't miss any important projects that we're working on. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman. And I'm Jake Freho. And remember, the fight to take back America is not won, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. Hey, God bless you all. Get on your knees and pray, and uh, we'll see you tonight.